BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour two of The Money Line with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside starts now on the SportsGrid Radio Network. All right, back at it in the 2 o'clock hour. Donnie Wright's out along with Kevin Walsh. Moneyline, Sirius XM Channel 159. As we said, more than happy for you good people out there driving around, listening on apps, ready to get involved in the show. It's 844-843-6879 that I still have to write that number down, even though I've said this repeatedly week after week after week. But every time I need to say that number, my eyes glance at the page that still says Ben Stevens and the morning after. So that's my go. That's my go. Even though I don't need that page, it's like a little binky or like one of those little blankets that you carry around when you're six years old and you don't need it anymore. Seems like I still need that. But getting involved in the process, Carl from New Jersey joining us on the line here on a Tuesday. Maybe to welcome back in K-Dub after uh, <laughs> taking, taking a few weeks off. What's good, Carl? Wow. Oh, man. It's been forever. What's up, guys? What did you guys yes. get up Margarita yes. Monday at TGI Fridays yesterday? What happened? We might as well have. We might as well have. <laughs> oh, it was a nice day on it. I figured you guys took the bail. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I have a special announcement today. What are the chances I can get the Donnie Wright side breaking news drop? Oh, actually, what now? Now, can Christian do this? Christian, do you have the drop behind the scenes that might be labeled breaking news? I'm not sure Christian does have this. No, he's going to look yeah. for it for us. No, so no we'll find. But, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's especially here. Yeah, so, okay, hold on. Breaking news, breaking news. There you go. That's what do you got? Good. Yeah. Awesome. So, guess what, guys? As of today, Carl from Central Jersey is officially on Twitter. Come check me I out at Carl from Jersey. I'm live. I'm see. there looking for followers. Hook me up. I'm looking to uh, put my picks up go. there daily yeah, so Carl. I can, uh, you know, Let me go it. over here. Let me, wow. Let me click on Carl from Central Jersey, which is at Carl from Jersey. Don, and I am going to click. Yep, for the people. Bang, up. there you Get go. So you just up. got. News, see, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, that is nice, by the way, that drop. I don't know how that even was done, or but kudos to JP for picking that up. So there you go, Carl. You got a follower from DRS. Wow. What else you got for us today? Making my bet. That's worth it. So I got, a, I got an MLB play for today. Um, we're going with the uh, L.A. Dodgers in, in Chicago tonight, minus one and a half, uh, plus 130 on DK. Kopech uh, coming back to earth after that last start versus Toronto. Give me the Dodgers tonight with the plus money to cover those two runs. 
All right. That's a fun series, too. That's a fun series, too, Dodgers-White Sox. We thought it would be a little bit more hyped at this point once you were seeing that on the schedule coming into the season. But the fact that the Dodgers are still a favorite on the road in Chicago, I don't care who's on the mound or not, shows how talented they are. But that's a good series tonight, Kev. You know, Kopech, we expect a lot Mm -hmm. out of him here. White, just that guy trying to get you through the rotation. Pretty interesting matchup here, interleague here in June. Yeah, and I, I think to Carl's point, though, right? If, you, if you're line reading a, a, a little bit there, I don't think it's. I know the Dodgers are rarely dogs, but in Chicago, Kopech going up against White Carl, it's it's a line that does catch the eye a little bit there. The rare moment where you might be saying, "Am I getting a cheap price on the Dodgers?" I thought Carl was still there. Nope, there you go. See that? It's a hypothetical question you just asked. I got a bonus play today, guys, by the oh, way. Oh, no, there it is. Come hit me up on my <laughs> come hit me up on my Twitter site. I'll uh, I got it posted up on the site. So come check me out over at Carl from Jersey on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good oh, there night. He is. And I do like the fact that Carl Carl just did my best imitation right there. Oh, question was so asked, good. not even listening to the question. Bang, right back with what his thoughts Tremendous. would be. Oh, that's too good. That is just, <laughs> I was, man, I love that. Well, he's got Don. He was focused on plugging the product there. That's true. Um, that is true. Which, which I, I got to uh, thousands got to of followers. He probably just gained here nationally. Now, also, you know, we're waiting for two yeah. K double in the show. Tell me. Like we get a lot of East Coast callers. Where's the West? Like, you just went out and represented the yeah, West Coast, true. right? You made your rally. And I'm going to assume you had your sports grid, you know, black-collared shirt, which you have seven of them, that you wore every single day just in rotation <laughs> just to get word out there. You're at sure. the AEW. You're at L.A. Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Oh, look, grid's out there. The sports grid's here. I'm pretty sure you did that. So I expect much more West Coast, uh, so let's just yeah. say, uh, um, accompanying here on the show. What do you say, West Coast? No, Where are you at? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a good point by you. As everyone knows, I, I only I like a like a cartoon character. All I wear yes. is that sports grid, uh, Paul. Yeah. I've almost nothing else in the closet. So I mean, is it too much to ask for like a green one or a blue one? I mean, was it too much? <laughs> Did we ask for too much? Yeah, listen, now, hey, uh, Lord forbid they found their way into a red polo. It would have been a real nightmare. Or a white <laughs> one, even I guess, uh, would have really ran the bill up at all of a sudden there, uh, perhaps. But. Uh, nevertheless, it is. Uh, it, it would be nice to hear from some of the West Coast listeners because we know they're out there. Uh, although I don't know if we've got West Coast double ups. Don, the thing is, you know, mm. a lot of the West Coast people might be watching the early line replay. I can't rule That's that true. out. That's true. That's true. Because Maybe they miss us against at night. Here. We weren't taking calls at night, were we? Did we ever take calls at night? Every once in a while. We. <laughs> no, I don't really think it was. It was set up. Yeah. We, we tried, and then we kind of stopped trying. Oh, did we? Also, remember JP told us oh, the yeah. lines go. Yeah, we were hacked. That's they were a hacked shoot, all over the, the place. That, that is pretty shoot. good, man. Hey, JP, hack these lines right now. <laughs> Open them back up, pal. That's the way it is here. We got Major League Baseball oh. to talk about. What you're going to do after the break? Adone is on the mound. Listen up as we attack. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Back in on Moneyline. Donnie Wright side along with Kevin Walsh right here on the grid. Major League Baseball for full card. Now, what do you want to do here? You want to go Major League Baseball full card? You want to talk a little NBA and the show with Major League Baseball as we can hit the card? What do we spin it around? What, what do we say? It's a good, I, I do have uh, three strikeout props that I've bet today. Uh-huh. Uh, they are all three and a half. Okay. Uh, and I want to give him here on radio. Yes. I want to give the, the radio people deserve the that before I yeah. tweet them out. Um, okay. So Let's you go. you tell me, do you want to get into bets now? Would you rather still do a little NBA stuff here? What do you want to do? It's, I, yeah, I'm, I think I'm it's easier to talk topics because once you start getting into the nuts games. and bolts of games, you sort of stay with that, right? It's like, hey, Kev, yeah. well, I'm going to give you a baseball play. What do you think about uh, you know Steph Curry winning an MVP? <laughs> it sort of doesn't flow. Like, you have to have that even yeah. flow. And since we're not in – Pick mode just yet, going with topics. Right. We probably should stay with some topics, then we'll save those last two segments here on the show to dip into Major League Baseball because it's a full card and there are some interesting spots here. But as we start to set the table here for Game 3 in the Boston Garden or TD Garden, whatever you want to call it now, Wednesday at 9 o'clock, East Coast game. For some reason, we're starting at 9 o'clock, which means like 9-12, which is absolutely astoundingly ridiculous. 2-12 and a half is the total. Three and a half. It's almost like these are carbon copy lines. Like, let's start these lines at three and a half and two twelve and a half and see where they end up going here. Yeah. Now, as I've said this morning when we talked about it, I mean, obviously, every game is pivotal, right? Nobody wants to ever lose a game. But losing game one hurts. You try to even up as best you can, which the Golden State Warriors did. I don't think the Warriors can afford to go down 2-1. I just don't think so. I don't think you can lose Game 3 in Boston and then just say, well, we've won championships before. Let's rescue ourselves once again when we're down in the series. I don't think they can come away with it. I don't. I think the Warriors must win Game 3 here if they want to win this NBA Finals. So this is really fun because we talked about this only briefly on the early line. We got a chance to maybe flesh it out a little bit more here on radio. So you, so, so I have this right. You think Boston has a better chance to come back from two one than Golden State? Yes, correct. Man, I, I got that surprises me. It does. I, I'll tell you this, Donnie. I think a lot of people will be betting Golden State in Game Four if Boston takes Game Three. I, I you. Do you disagree? I think I think Golden State 
will be the popular side. I don't side disagree. In, yeah. in game number four. But, okay, but maybe you disagree that they'd actually win the game. Yes, correct. Because I think it's the same thing where you're saying to yourself, okay, Boston won game one. Outside of the contrarians, where was that money going in game two? You know it was going on Golden State. Figuring because 100%. they can't go down 0-2. And they won and they played well. Kudos to them. But I just look at it differently now because it would be different for me if this was 1-1 and Golden State was going back to Golden State. And I said, okay, Boston won game three at Golden State. I would have the same feeling. Okay, well, I think Golden State's going to take this next game at home and go 2-2 back to Boston and try to even it up. But I just look at the role reversal, saying, all right, Boston at home goes up 2-1. Now the pitchforks are coming out in game four. Like, Boston's really amped. They're like, we can take this series tonight if we beat them on our home court. And from a basketball perspective, I think Golden State can win that game. Of course they, they're not going to be. Oh, I don't, if I didn't think they can win, how the heck did they get to the NBA Finals right at that point is what you're saying. But I just think that momentum shift as Golden State can come out and take game three and they'll live comfortably for the rest of the way. All right, if we win game four, fantastic. If not, best of three, we got two home games, we'll win this. And I do think they would, but I just need. I just feel that the Golden State Warriors have to win game three because that pressure is going to be outrageous in the garden knowing Golden State has to win that game and they won't be favored to win it. Which, see, and that is the true, right, is at least Boston, no matter what, will be, unless there's big injury, will be favored in game four. Correct. But for me... Again, Golden State has the benefit of saying, all right, listen, we're down 3-1, but if this goes 7, two of them are in Golden State. All we got to – you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's aspects of it where I think that team can have some confidence in themselves there. Whereas, as somebody that's picked Boston to win this series, Don, if they lose game number three, one of two things now are going to need to happen for them to win the series. Either they beat the Golden State Warriors three games in a row – or they have to win Game 7 in Golden State. I don't love either one of those things as somebody that's picked the Celtics to win this series. One thing I really won't feel good about is, you know, it was, it was unfortunate because you and I didn't get to talk before Game 7 Miami-Boston. But I think you told me that you thought Boston was going to win Game 7. Am I right about that? Against Miami? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, despite picking Boston to win this series... I'm not so sure I'm going to like them to win a Game 7 if it's in Golden State. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a lot to ask a team to do on the road. Just the younger team. I I just, that will be a a tough mountain for me to climb. I I think Boston has to have Game 3. Because again, if you don't win Game 3, to me, season 100% is on the line. Game number 4. It's a concerning spot to be in. Yeah, it's a good one, and it's a shame that it's not tonight because, like, all right, let me settle in to watch this. But I guess we get a nice little topic that we could talk about for two shows tomorrow. As you're, t- you're right, like you're talking about one singular game over a three-day period, which is kind of insane when you talk about it, including some weekend games that you have now. Series final MVP, and we already talked about the Golden State Warriors minus one fifteen. That hasn't changed to win this series. Steph Curry now. A minus 115 as well. So that number has moved slightly to get in line with saying, all right, Curry's been the best player through two games. If they win it, he's going to win it. Now, Jason Tatum hasn't been wonderful through two games so far. Could it be that Steph Curry at that minus 115 price is solid all the way through? So let's just say Tatum isn't on it all the time. And let's just say Jalen Brown isn't on it. And quite frankly, Al Horford's, what, 14 to 1? 
disappears into a 65 to 1 after a two point shot. What's that? Like, hey, man, Al Horford can really, he can steal the series. Remember Andre Godala? He can do, yeah, he's not doing that. Obviously, he's not going to do that now at a 65 to 1 price. But the fact of the matter is, Steph Curry, by far and away, is probably the finals MVP at this point. Now, there's still a long way to go. So I'm asking you here. Is it just worth it to take Steph Curry at the minus 115, figuring that there is a way outside chance that even if they lose, he could still be the MVP? I can't possibly imagine a world where Steph... Now, Steph has been markedly better than everybody else. Steph's basically the only person that's played two good games so far in this, in this yeah. series, is, is almost what it comes down to at this point in time. But I just don't see a scenario, Donnie, where Steph is so much better than everybody else that they lose the series. Where there, it's the, it would be, like, Donnie, if it was minus 115 Golden State, minus 110 Steph, I'd say, you know what, let's, let's save the five cents. They're the exact same price. You know what, But if by some miracle, Donnie, Steph gets hurt and they figure out how to win the series, like, I, I'd rather be dealing in that space, like, I almost think it's more realistic that Steph gets hurt and they figure out how to win the series by Jordan Poole going insane or something than Steph winning this in a losing effort. I just, I don't see how that happens. It, it's, do you see a world, because forget what the voters were, will do. How is Steph going to be so much better than everybody else and they lose the series? That it's 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 tough to try to figure that out, right? It's almost like because they're not a one man band where you say like, well, LeBron James scored forty five every yes. single game, they yes. still lost. Exactly. But what did you want him to do? Like he had to. Nobody Nuts. else could even compete. Exactly. So if you're figuring if Steph Curry is going off, everybody else around him is still going to chip in to help him. So therefore, they should win the series because it comes up. Steph Curry's series points average is thirty and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook. So I look at that to myself and say, well, Steph Curry averages 30 and a half. Somebody's got to be helping him out on the opposite (laughs) side, right? My goodness. A lot for us to get into, though, too. Also, because Mm -hmm. that Steph Curry points prop, when we get to Boston, I am so fascinated by. Risky business on an under, but I'm interested. Ah, let's get right back and talk a little NBA right here on The Grid after these words. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sonny and Kevin here on a Tuesday afternoon edition of Moneyline on the Grid. Some NFL notes to tackle before we get back here to Game 3 of the NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. Colts linebacker Darius Leonard will have back surgery. The plan Whoa. is for him to be back for training camp. So obviously when you hear that, training camp is going to start in about a month and a half. Never a good thing for an NFL player to be talking about back injuries. And is, and uh, news number two, I guess we could say here, Seahawks star wide receiver DK Metcalf is not present for mandatory minicamp as contract talks have not yet resulted in a new deal. He continues to rehab his injury in L.A. By the way, what is his injury? What's his, what? Yeah, I, I could be anything. Like, could, to me, that like could could be anything there, right? That doesn't that almost sound like a tack on to be like, just in uh-huh. case there's not a problem here. It's like, ah, he was just rehabbing. Like, we, we told him he could. Yep. Nothing to you see. You can't here. find me because I technically can't be here. And this was a doctor cleared by you in the offseason. And I'm just going to stay with that guy, it feels like. I got Now, I don't know if this was, you know, Field Yates' intention. But he was the, the tweet that I remember. But, like, I think he should quote tweet this thing and just be like, huh? Donnie, he sent out a list of, like, six wide receivers that are going to basically demand to be paid. And, it, mm-hmm. it's, again, it's every single one of them but Hunter Renfro. Has, it's Deontay Johnson, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, and the sixth was Hunter Renfro. Donnie, li- literally five of the six have, demand, have demanded to be paid, not shown up to something, been traded, whatever it might be, and then... Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Just whatever. Just, just whatever Hunter Renfro. In, which, yep. and in, incredibly, I might, if I had to be like, hey, who, who here should be most concerned? The answer might genuinely be Hunter Renfro. Who saw, is, he played half of his games without Darren Waller last year with Telp. And then now Devontae Adams is there. Like Hunter Renfro, in yeah. terms of what he brought to the table, is about to be cut down so significantly that, I, I you know, He's kind of missing the mark there, but boy, it, it is one of those situations where all these guys are looking to be paid. And I guess though, are the guys Donnie now that are looking to be paid? It, it's just they're going to be paid at some point. Or do we need to heat up DK Metcalf trade rumors again? I, I don't. I, I don't understand. Like, here's the point with Seattle, and I know you need good football players, and it makes a lot of sense here. But from a DK Metcalf perspective, it's not even the opposite. Like, let's just say roles reversed here. You were the Seattle Seahawks. The missing piece was a quarterback. And you traded and you got Russell Wilson. So DK Metcalf would say, all right, I really wanted to be paid. But at the end of this year, I'm going to put up such crazy statistics that you're going to be foolish not to pay me right now here on the spot. So now you're looking at DK Metcalf in a position to cash in just like every other wide receiver has done. And him and his agent are saying, Hey, we can roll the dice, but stats matter out here. And you're going to have either Drew Locke as your quarterback or Geno Smith. You're not looking at, hey, I might get 113 catches for 1,600 yards and 15 touchdowns. It's not your fault that you might end up with 81 catches and devalue your situation. So for me, Seattle put themselves in this position by saying, okay, we're going to trade our quarterback away. But in order to do that, 
we're really going to have to pay our wide receiver to keep him happy if he wants to stay here. Uh, I just don't understand that team. I don't. I do not understand what the Seattle Seahawks want to be in this year. I really think the answer is they think and want to be good, and we just all disagree. Like, truthfully, do I don't understand it. Like, Tony, are they making moves that say they're tanking? Like, I know they traded Russell Wilson, but, like, how is Tyler Lockett still on that roster? <laughs> like, paying Metcalf is one. How is Tyler Lockett on that roster? It, it's, it's, it's a good point you bring up because you, you can't halfway do a teardown of your football team. So you would say to yourself, okay, what's well, a halfway teardown? Well, let's go from a really good quarterback to, and Trey Lance always comes up, right, for a decent football team. When you go through a quarterback transition to a younger guy, you're putting a lot of leap of faith on that younger guy is going to perform. The reason I bring up him is because if you look at Seattle, they didn't say, well, man, you know what? We really lucked out. We took this quarterback in the fourth round. Watch him for two years. He is really legit, and we're going to lose him in two years where maybe we can cash in on Russell Wilson, I don't know, getting older, getting multiple draft picks, and we can stock a run-up for this guy that we think we stole in the NFL draft a few years ago. They don't have that. They're basically saying career backup versus an absolute bust so far at quarterback in the NFL. But we're going to hang our hats on that and tell you in a division that has Arizona, the Rams, and also the 49ers, we're going to compete? It just doesn't make any sense for what Seattle's actually doing. Here is the biggest issue for the Seattle Seahawks, Donnie. If I made you rank the 10 best head coaches in the NFL, Mm-hmm. Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan land in your top five. Yeah. And Kingsbury might land in your top ten. Mm-hmm. All are all of them are under 45. What I mean, and I mean, how old is Shanahan's the oldest, right? At probably like 42. I'm rough at, I'm rough estimating there. But mm-hmm. you have a division. Then again, if you believe in Kingsbury and McVay doesn't retire to go work for Amazon in two years. Like, the, the, the foundation blocks of those head coaches are there for decade plus. Decade plus, you have the oldest coach in the NFL. So, it's just, you're going to have turnover at some point in a major way. I really think, and I don't know if Pete Carroll is oblivious or does not care. They are setting Pete Carroll up to be the fall man and next year is the real full tear down for Seattle. And they're going to be a very ugly Ford 13. Yeah, Air Monarchs or whatever he wears there on the sidelines. Certainly one of those. I'm, I'm, I'm quite frankly surprised that Pete Carroll is still the head coach. Because didn't we think this was going to be the perfect time? Shift over the franchise, maybe a new general manager, maybe a new head coach, ushering in a new era here because you know, had a good run, Pete Carroll, up there. You sort of won a more, I should have said at least one more Super Bowl at this point by just making smart decisions as like handing the football off and winning a Super Bowl, but you wanted to be yeah. stupid and throw the football when everybody knew. Trust me, on that last play on the goal line where you go up where it's the Seattle versus New England, if New England knows, and they should have known, that Marshawn Lynch was going to get the ball in the inch-yard line, who's stopping him? I, I don't care if the linebacker jumps the snap count, fills the line, beats the guard in the center, and goes right in that A-gap and says, you're not going to go anywhere. 
he runs you right over into the end zone. Deal with it. I still can't believe it. And I lost money on that yeah. game, which is still fresh in my mind. I'm not a Seattle Seahawks fan. Yeah. But when something gets taken from, like, all right, Marshawn Lynch, coronation moment here. And also, let's not forget that, too. I love that the fact that we could just bring up random games in Super Bowls yep. from years past where Bill Belichick was on the sideline. He knew he lost. Don't give me this, oh, he, he was so smart not to call that timeout because that jumbled everything up for the Seattle Seahawks. No, Bill Belichick with, you know, Patricia staring at him in the sideline. Coach, you're going to call a timeout? They're going to score a touchdown. Like, we need at least 30 seconds with the football. And he sat there on the sideline going, we lost. What's the point of calling a timeout right now? Only to be rescued. Crazy town. I, I saw a man a tweet today around Bill's record without Brady. <laughs> and then his record against teams above 500 without Brady. Yeah. It is ugly. Like, I actually didn't think when Tom left that either one of them were going to win or lose the who is the guy that deserves the credit debate that had obviously been ongoing forever. I really think Belichick has lost that debate. But I, I have to, and, and by the way, there are people who still defend that decision to throw the football. Oh, the play wasn't bad. It was the ex- Enough. Enough. I've never seen a play like that where people all of a sudden had to believe a league was fixed because of that. Let me just throw two things at you quickly, <laughs> Donnie. The yeah. Seattle team total, win total, five and a half plus money under. Mm. That is enticing, to say the least. But there is a market on the FanDuel Sportsbook, and I have to bring this up because I think we have enough time with the amount of time left here. Ten plus wins. The Rams are minus 220. You know, it has the same price to win 10-plus games as the Los Angeles Rams, Donnie. Who? The Cleveland Browns. The Rams win total. Donnie, the Rams win total is 10.5. So basically that means to me that the Browns would be 10.5. Hang that thing. Mm. Who is not bet? Donnie, they hang that 10.5, they'd be lucky to get one over bet. They'd be lucky to get one over bet on the Cleveland Browns, man. I Tough division, Jacoby Brissett. Donnie, did he not come out that his attorney basically is like, yeah, we're expecting a decision we won't like? It's And it's coming soon, too. This is one of those things where we talk about money on, like things pop up, because this isn't one of those releases yeah. where the NFL is going to come out at 8.30 at night. This feels like one of those 11 a.m. send this thing out here for the press to devour press conference at 4 o'clock today, and I can't wait for that because you're there's – but the NFL can't win this because, obviously, they don't really want to suspend the star player regardless of what happens because it's money and franchises have a lot of money tied up in those players. But the NFL can't be like, hey, by the way, three-game suspension for the show. Like, it's such a bad look. And the fact of the matter is mm-hmm. I know the NFL sits back and says, Major League Baseball, you had a player that was a three-year, plus million dollars a year guy that you sent packing for basically two full years. You know the first thing that happens. If there's not a, a amazing amount of time on the suspension, hey, baseball's just tougher. Baseball just really cares about women more than the NFL, and they know that's coming down. This is why we haven't had any answers in weeks on this, which hopefully we get one here. Major League Baseball, you're on deck. Right here on the grid. Stay tuned. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. As a famous rapper once said, Kevin, Major League, I'm catching because he's pitching <laughs> or whatever. Does that get that right? You know, yeah, no, you were all over. You Opposite. lost your confidence like halfway through. Yeah. No, I, I think you were good. I had I it right. I think I had it right. And then I was like, you know what? As I'm saying, I don't know if I have this right. Who is it? Who yeah. catch him because I'm peachin'? Peachin'. There yeah, we I think, go. I think, okay. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you're bang on the money right. there. Yeah, so yeah. I went. I reversed yeah, it on that. But right. it's time to get some Major League Baseball. But at this time, we were expecting to have a game start at like 311. It's now been pushed back to 431 between the Rangers and the Guardians, who got canceled yesterday. I believe this is a double. Is this a doubleheader today, too? Yes, it is. So not a happy daylight doubleheader here, as that might be a longer night in Cleveland here for the Rangers and the Guardians. But I didn't have that game handicapped, didn't really care too much about that. I do have a focused opinion on the Washington Nationals and the Miami Marlins. Cabrera on the mound. Don't really care about that. He's a minus 180 favorite. Just about everybody's going to be a minus 180 favorite at home against the Washington Nationals. Adone is on the mound today at a plus 152. Just one of those guys that gives it up, K-Dub, right? When you try to say to yourself, and sometimes I do this, and quite frankly, it works out way more times than it doesn't. Under what I like to look at, I fade no matter what, Kevin, the worst pitcher that I have on the slate. So if I have 26 pitchers rated on the card today between these games with pitchers of at least 20 innings pitched in 2022, he's the worst. A 132 XFIP minus, an ERA close to 6, a FIP of 5.25, an XFIP of 5.28, and a Sierra of 5.24, which is the worst on the card. So they all correlate. You know how many times we talk about, like, Cole Irvin for Oakland, right? 2.96 ERA. This guy stinks. Well, he's got a 4.39 and a 4.58 Sierra, which is rising. So you say, he's, they're going to catch up to him sooner than later. You look at Adone. He's been caught up to. Like, everything hmm. makes sense here, right? Like, high ERA, high XFIP, high Sierra, high XFIP minus. And even though we're in a pitcher's ballpark, I still went ahead and took the Marlins. How about this? This is a good sign, too, Kevin. The Marlins are a four and a half. Like, oh, that's got to be like plus 115, wow. right? No, they're a minus 115 at four and a half in yeah. Florida, like in that big ballpark. As you talked about before, maybe we're starting to see some of those signs of life with the totals. This mm-hmm. is one. I know it's the Nationals with a bad pitcher, but the Rockies are stone cold three and a half team totals for the majority of this year. Now they're a mm-hmm. legitimate four and a half today, and I still like them. And here's kind of the odd thing about um, this is going to sound almost like we're contradicting, or you would almost think that Donnie's breakdown is about to scare me. 
but it doesn't because I got to trust kind of what I do here. Mm-hmm. I think so. I've got three strikeout props. My favorite is Adon over three and a half. Mm-hmm. So uh, look, here's the projection deal. Okay, a four point six eight on number fire and a four point two eight on fan graphs. So again, I would expect a four and a half, maybe plus one hundred, or an unbettable three and a half, like those minus one seventy threes you'll see occasionally. Three and a half minus one eighteen, it's now minus one twenty. That is very, very manageable. Now I heard Donnie's breakdown of a Don, and I and I and I initially was like, oh man, this guy, what if this guy only makes it, you know, through an inning of work? Adon has thrown 84-plus pitches in 10 of his 11 starts. And he's been terrible in almost all of his starts. Basically, the Nationals are awful, and they just leave him out there. The one thing I was worried about when I heard Donnie's breakdown was, what if he doesn't stay out there enough? Donnie's going to feel good about this, and I feel good about it. Donnie, he's staying out there. Because the Nationals are not here to ruin their bullpen. They know this guy's bad. They're not going to adjust off of it. And you've also, just to add a little bit of extra uh, juice to this there, Miami is the seventh worst team as it pertains to striking out as a baseball team. There's enough there for me to go over a low number of three and a half with a Don versus Miami. Yes, and that's where I was going to back you up at. We're taking a look at the K percentage, which, you know, Adon doesn't have very good numbers overall. He's not one of those guys like a Carlos Rodon is going to strike out 30% of the batters he faces. But longevity gets you through. And in Major League Baseball, guys are swinging for the fences here. So if we look at the estimated lineup tonight for the Miami Marlins, Chisholm, 24% strikeout rate against righties. Cooper, 23%. Soler, 27%. Jesus Aguiar, 21%. Adolis Garcia. That's not uh, who's that? Which Garcia is that? Hold on, not Adolis. Let me get this number right here. Can I find that? It is Avasile. Excuse me, of Brewers fame. There, he is twenty six percent. Sanchez twenty six percent. Stallings twenty five percent. Like Rojas is seven and a half percent. You can't have everybody with terrible ratings. But if you're talking about seven guys, Kevin, that strike out over twenty percent of the time, incredible. You can live with that. You can really live with that. And. One of the things I wasn't expecting when I saw this number was this our, uh, this Miami team to be as bad as they are striking out wise. There's a lot of times I've found Donnie like they'll they'll want me to bet the over on a Saint going up against the Cardinals, which is like never strike out. You know what? It's where you're like, all right, let me let me be a little cautious here. This is a team that strikes out. You just heard Donnie's numbers, uh, so for me, that's one of the three that I really really like tonight. No, it's a pretty good one here. And also, keeping it in the state of Florida, St. Louis Cardinals with Dakota Hudson on the mound versus mm-hmm. Jason Springs of the Tampa Bay Rays. If we look at this game, it's a minus 164 price, which you might think is a little bit steep. And I believe Carl, was it Carl or was it uh, X-Man who had the Cardinals X-Man. today? X-Man. X-Man. X-Man had the Cardinals today. So if we take a look at 138, here's the issue with this game. I'm not going to take a side because I'm not going to lay Tampa Bay at a minus 164 price. But I did take mm-hmm. a Tampa team total to the over. Now, if we're looking at rankings here, you got Jeffrey Springs, who's done a really good job. I mean, look at his ERA, a 1.88. But it matches up. A 78 XFIP minus, which is very good. An XFIP is higher at 3.13, but not one of those where you take a look at something that ridiculous. He's got a Sierra of 299. Like, he's really done the job. Now, you take a look at Dakota Hudson, and I know 
this is one of those points of contention where it's like, when does the faucet turn on for runs? And I'm not saying that the baseballs are juiced now or, you know, summertime heat's coming in because, quite frankly, summertime heat doesn't matter in Tampa Bay since it's a dome. But if you look at Dakota Hudson on the season himself, right, a 120 XFIP minus number here, which is 20% higher than the Major League Baseball average. He has an ERA that's under three, which is a 2.96. But here's one of those where, okay, Maybe you got away with the hitters that aren't caught up yet. Maybe you got away with a lot of fly balls and not striking guys out because his XFIP is a 4.81, and his Sierra is second to last on this roster up against a Doan at a 5.13. So I'm wow. saying to myself, eventually he's going to get caught up to. Tonight should mm-hmm. be one of those nights. And also, I know it's not a great hitting environment. Neither is the Miami Marlins. But sometimes these pitchers are ripe to get hit. And I do think Dakota Hudson does get hit tonight. Now, granted, could the Cardinals still win the game? Yes, because four runs cashes this ticket. I mean, eight runs where it's like, well, well, they're going to win and also get their team total. So I went ahead and played the Tampa Bay Rays at a three and a half, little juicy at a minus one forty-five. But I think they catch up to Dakota Hudson tonight. Sure. And but here, here's the thing though about that minus one forty-five, right? That's cheaper than they are the the Rays are on the money line, right? Correct. I understand you mentioned yes. you know, like you know Springs is great and all. But there's people who are laying that money line tonight, number down. I would anticipate on Tampa Bay, based on your breakdown, and, and you know, again, obviously, we, you know, you wish the best for X-Men, but that minus 164 doesn't sound that bad when I hear your breakdown. So uh, I, think, I think it does make some sense. Uh, look, I'll sneak in. We'll kinda, we can kind of go back and forth here. I'll sneak mm-hmm. in another one of these strikeout props. You mentioned Cole Irvin. <laughs> he's, he's an interesting guy here. Uh, Cole Irvin has eight starts this season, Donnie. Six of them, he has finished with exactly four strikeouts. He has never mm-hmm. finished with more than four strikeouts this year, but mm-hmm. I need four. It's three and a half at plus 104. The Astros are not a team that strikes out a ton, to be fair. The projection on fan graphs was a 4-1-2, and on number fire was a 3-7-8. I am being a little bit generous, maybe, on the Irvin number, if you could have got that number fire up to a four, you'd feel a little bit better about it. But it is plus money. And I almost wanted to demonstrate this tonight because the other uh, strikeout prop will be plus money as well, Donnie, of the juice matters. There's nothing else that I really bet like this where I will bet something at three and a half at a certain juice. And if you change it, and not by a lot. I don't mean I like it three and a half plus one ten, but I wouldn't have bet at minus one sixty-eight. I mean I like it at plus one ten. I don't like it at minus one ten. That's how I am with these strikeout props. So I'm going over three and a half for Cole Irvin as well. All right, there we go. Cole Irvin going up against the Atlanta Braves. Minus 250 favorites here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I do think Atlanta it might be a decent parlay piece just because, you know, Wright's been good on the mound. That Oakland line, which is a good thing about a K-prop, right? Who cares how bad that lineup is for the Oakland Athletics? And also the good part about it is, as well, is there's no DH in the National yes. League. So he, he isn't, oh, pinch hit him because we need to get a run. Otherwise, we'll I'll never come back in the fourth <sighs> inning. Okay. First of all, I messed up by saying Houston. Actually, Atlanta's the worst strikeout team in baseball. So that was part of the reason I felt confident there on Cole Irvin. But secondly, I'm telling you right now, getting rid of that is the best thing in the world. And you would think as a strikeout player, right, Donnie, betting against NL teams. You want to get pitchers. Like, give me the pitcher. It's a free thing. It's not worth having to cringe every time the guy's coming up in the order, hoping that he's actually still in the order. It's not worth it at all. It's an absolute treat to see it gone. 
Yeah, people would love that though. They they think it's great to see the you know what, what strategy it would be at this point Pools. where you have to pull the pitcher to get an extra batter in there at that point. So a lot of other games here on the docket as well, but also another one a little bit later on tonight: New York Mets and the San Diego Padres plus one ten price. I took the New York Mets again here, and I do. I don't. I'm not getting the overall more talented pitcher with Taiwan Walker as opposed to Yu Darvish at the top end of their games. But I just mm. see two of these statistics here as negligible on what I like to look at. Yu Darvish over four x FIP, Taiwan Walker a four fifty. But the fact of the matter is, when I take a look at the New York Mets and what they do well. They line up fantastically against right-handed pitching. And tonight is going to be no surprises. So if I look at that lineup for the San Diego Padres, and I say to myself, I have one guy, again, same looks like I'm talking yesterday. Luke Voigt at a 196 ISO power number. Everybody else stinks. Two guys above the threshold at weighted on base average. Everybody else stinks. And then I flip it over to see the New York Mets. That's crazy. Let's see. Yep, look at this. Manny Machado, which actually, he's one of the guys that's at weighted on base percentage is 368. But he has a 153 ISO power number, which I'm just like, come on, man. This guy got out hot. How is he like that below? But he's one of only two that has a decent weighted on base percentage. But look at the Mets here. 330, 324, 349, 383, 385, 390, 606. Like only two batters. And Eduardo Escobar is at a 273. A guy coming off a cycle just a few days, you know, (laughs) yesterday. You know what I mean? So if that guy's going to be in the lineup, that's as hot as you can actually get. I think the Mets' bats will win out today. Not to say there's going to be a total yeah. over for them or they're going to go over the total between the sure. two teams, but I just ride them. I see a Mets at a plus-110 price, and I say, you know what? It's probably a close game late innings. I'll take my chances with plus money. What a ringing endorsement of the New York Mets match. To be in San Diego, off the yep. win, and, and Don is like, I think the side is where the edge is. Yeah. That team is 31-4 and four when they score four or more runs this season. And they don't have Scherzer and DeGrom. Yeah. And they don't have Scherzer and DeGrom. Like, give, give, give. I got to imagine, though, Jacob DeGrom's like, hold on a minute now. These boys can hit and I'm not out there. I'd be 10 and 0. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he, 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 like a part of him. He comes back. Be. Alonzo's hurt. Lindor's hurt. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my, I missed yeah, the good. Exactly. Exactly. Right? They just keep providing Carlos Carrasco with a gang of run support, though, uh, which is incredible. We got another segment. I'll, I'll, I'll throw that third strikeout prop. Uh, when we close out the show. Plenty of time to get that in. And one quick and final segment here on Moneyline on the Grid before we set you off into the rest of Sports Grid programming. Stick with us here. It's Donnie Wrightside. It's Kevin Walsh. It's Moneyline, Sirius XM Channel 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Last segment on Moneyline here in the afternoon on a Tuesday. It's Donnie and Kevin. Who said we couldn't talk golf for an hour? They said it couldn't be done. We said it was just done here. But a nice little action-packed show going over some picks. And, Kevin, I know you have one more K prop that you want to get out there for the people tonight. Go ahead. Yeah, so we're going to do Chris Flexen tonight. Now, Flexen is is actually Ah. maybe pushing the extreme. Uh, the extreme here. Plus 110. This is DraftKings. Again, the the wear is very, very important uh, for for that because you want plus 110. Listen, that, that fan graphs 3.5 flat, but a nice number on number fire at 433. There were a couple of spots, actually, Donnie, where the two uh, projection models that I use were just, I don't want to say way off, but basically, one of them was giving me the uber green light, and the other was like, I don't know about that. Flexing was on a cut line, but at plus 110, I decided it was worth it. This is why I was mentioning Houston before. That is not a team that strikes out a ton. They are not. Flexing has actually seen them uh, already three times, though, this year. But there's some familiarity there. He had actually gone over this, though, with six strikeouts the last time he saw them and pitched fairly well. Given Flexen a chance at plus money here. Hey, look, I love a Don. I'm a, look, if I get a split on Irvin and Flexen, it's a minimal, but it's a profit. Uh, I'm ready to go there three all over three and a half. Profitable is the goal. And as we end the show, we got an update on Trey Lance, who apparently was the sharpest I've seen him so far this all season at today's 49er practice. But get there this, Kevin. The best play was a completion on the post to tight end Tanner Hudson, who needed to make a sensational one-handed catch because obviously the pass wasn't very good, but that was the quarterback's best play. Propaganda, propaganda, propaganda out of the 49ers. You don't get any propaganda here. Out of Moneyline with Donnie and Kevin. Thanks for joining us once again on a Tuesday afternoon. As you know, we'll be back tomorrow right here on the grid from 1 to 3. So make sure you join in because tomorrow the NBA returns. Have a good night, fellas. See ya. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.